And we're live. We are back. Episode number 16, MMA Uncensored. Very excited to be back as always. I hope everybody's having a great week. I hope everybody is uh, wearing their masks and doing what they got to do. So please be careful out there. Wash your hands, sanitize, do all that good stuff. Uh, and I wanted to thank last week's guest. We had UFC Spike Carlisle, a.k.a. the Alpha Ginger on. For the first time ever in MMA Uncensored history, we had a prayer. It was very nice. It was very cool. And then also Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, Christine Faria was on as well, talking about her upcoming uh, fight with Helen Peralta for the championship, which is going to take place August next month in Kansas. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you guys very much for being on the podcast. And thank you all for tuning in. Guys, the, the following continues to grow. Very blessed. Very thankful for all of your support. Uh, thank you very much for continuing to follow and subscribe. And speaking of which, you can subscribe on YouTube, MMA Uncensored. Uh, so check us out there. You could get all the past interviews, current interviews, and original content as well. Sometimes I do some crazy things with some really tough people. So check it out. And then also on Instagram, at MMA Uncensored, double underscore. Tonight, we have very special guests on. I'm very excited to have... Uh, these individuals on uh, first is WWE superstar Dana Brooke, and our next guest after her is actually her boyfriend, Yuli Diaz, who's a professional boxer, mixed martial artist, and bare knuckle fighter. Awesome guy. Can't wait to uh, to get him on as well. But without further ado, let's get her up, Miss Dana Brooke. Ashley. Hey guys, what's going on? How's it going, Joe? It's going good. Listen, you know, we're just trying to survive. You know, I'm over here just trying to do my thing and 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 follow all protocol for the COVID-19. Yeah, but you're doing it. You're killing it from home. You know, I, I think the last time I had seen you was back in uh, February and things have changed, got a little crazy, but you're still rocking and rolling, putting out amazing content, amazing podcasts. You know, it's it's seriously amazing to look at your page and see all the different athletes, different um, you know, variety of mixed martial arts um, on your page. And it's I'm very honored to be on as well. So I'm excited for it. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we actually, we had a great time. That was at uh, Bare Knuckle 10 in Fort Lauderdale. Your boyfriend was fighting. He did great. He yes. got the win. And I ran into you. I didn't even know you were there. And I must have missed the announcement when the ring announcer said that you were in attendance. But yes. I thought I saw someone that looked familiar. And I'm looking at you. I'm like, she looks familiar. I just can't. <laughs> You know, and then when I saw you backstage, I was like, oh, I got to go talk to her. So that was, that yeah, was that was cool. a lot of fun. That was so, I mean, that was an awesome day just to be there for you. Lee was truly amazing um, to see his support and, you yeah. know, everyone that came out to support him. And then that was actually my first time at a uh, bare knuckle fight. And let me tell you, that is, I mean, that's a crazy scene. As yeah. you know, he'll be on in a little bit later. Um, but just sitting in the crowd and being, you know, ringside, it's like, it. <laughs> Thank God I didn't wear white because, you you know, you get it's like this flash zone, right? I, you know, <laughs> it's so true. It's uh, yeah, the the atmosphere at Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, unbelievable. I mean, you got to be yeah. there to see it, you know, and you were there firsthand. You had some great seats, of course, and and it's a lot of fun. It's exciting. It's fast paced. Somebody's going to get knocked out. Teeth are going to get knocked out. It's going to be blood everywhere. I, oh. I could I like literally when he was in there fighting, I was like, oh, my God, I'm like. 
don't know if I should watch. I know I'm praying at the same time. I have no idea. And boom, it's done. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, this is absolutely crazy. Can we rewatch it all over again? Because it happened so fast. But I was just, I was so happy, you know, he was safe, healthy, and you know, his opponent too, he was good. No one really seriously got hurt. Um, but you know, he he rocked out another victory. So props to him. That was amazing. Yeah, he's he's doing great. And uh Maybe we'll get a mix of little, you know, wrestling involved there too. You know, maybe you'll be his, you should be his, you should be his valet at his next fight. That'd be cool. And you could be ringside and like grab the guy by the leg and then you'll yeah, you know, trip knock him, him out. Right. And say, listen, I'm the best cheater in the game. Don't even, yeah, you know. But uh, I always tell him too, you know, he does everything, he does it all. And I said, there's one thing that you haven't done yet, and that's step foot into a WWE ring. And I know Vince McMahon, once he sees his look, it's, you know, game over. So it's only a matter of time for him to step in WWE. But, you know, I'm truly excited. Um, Just our goals and our dreams and everything, you know, when two separate people coming in and meeting very organically and natural, actually through um, Yoel Romero. uh, That's how, yeah, that's how we actually met. Um, So it was a crazy world. I was good friends with Yoel and he actually trained with UL for uh, one of his Titan fights. And um, yeah, small world, we just kind of met. And then, you know, his goals and his his dreams and how passionate he is about his career kind of matches with mine. And we've kind of, you know, ran wild with it. And it's been a very amazing dynamic between us. You know, it's nothing can yeah. stop us. Nothing can hold us down. Um, you know, we train every single day in our backyard. We have I a see that. in the backyard. And I'm starting to box. Can you believe it? I, I saw that. I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that, but since you brought it up, let's talk about it. I've seen a lot of the videos, the jungle gym. You got I mean, I see what you're doing back there. You're tra- now I wanna know you're boxing. What, what's going on with that? Is this just to train and stay in shape and you're having fun? Or do you plan on kicking some butt? What's gonna happen? So listen, I always like to switch my workups up. Coming from like a fitness background and stuff like that, moving weight was always something I was super passionate about. Also being a gymnast for 18 years, you know, the agility and the cardiovascular, it was just always in my blood. And, you know, I would be training in the backyard, doing my own thing, like circuit training and lifting weights. And then I would see him out of the corner of my eyes, you know, shadow boxing and then hitting the mitts. And then his coach, Orlando, um, you know, he lives literally the backyard facing our backyard our backyard Mm -hmm. touch up against each other so you know he's our neighbor and he would be here every single day training you know hector in the the backyard you know kobe covington comes in the back too but this is you know prior that and i'm like Mm -hmm. i kind of i i don't want to step on any toes but like i kind of want to try it out you know and i asked julie one day i was like hey babe can is there any way that i could like i could try it out just to see like get a feel for it you know you do those like little um what is it? Title boxing classes that mm-hmm. are just little like hitting, you know, the bags or whatever. But it's like more cardio. Like, yeah, exactly. So I was like, all right, let me give this a try. And I did, you know, I know Orlando works super, super hard with the best oh, of the yeah. best. So I didn't, I didn't want to take away from his time and everything. And he was like, no, 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 I would absolutely, absolutely love to train you. So one day I put the gloves on and I was super, super nervous. And I just went at it. And he's like, you're a true natural. I was like really am i and it felt so amazing just to switch it up switch up the routine the workout Mm -hmm. and i'm telling you you know coming from wwe and then into boxing 
you have to use your mind so much in the ring as, as wrestling goes and yeah. how everything moves. But mm -hmm. then in boxing, I've never, ever, ever had to use my mind so much with those combos and like, you know, ducking and yeah. weaving and stuff. It's absolutely incredible. And I earned a lot of respect for everyone mm -hmm. out there, you know, MMA, boxing, bare knuckle fight. I mean, it's just truly amazing the amount of work that these athletes put in. So it, it just made me gain a whole another, you know, appreciation for them. And, you know, something I've gotten addicted to it. And it's like every single yeah. day I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, can I see myself actually like fighting? And I, I think so. I'm like, heck, yes, I can. And one day nice. I definitely, that's like in you know, on your bucket list and it's never yeah. too late. Of course. So not. I think one day, one day, it's definitely a great possibility. Wow. So would you get into MMA or boxing? So I think it would be a lot of fun to try both. Obviously yeah. I'll start with boxing first. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, and then, um, being in the ring with Ronda Rousey too, I, I admire her a lot for everything mm -hmm. she's done. And then just, you know, watching what these female athletes do in, in MMA is amazing. And yeah, I just, I always want to give it a try, you know, win, lose, you draw, it's just, at least I've done it and I've succeeded right. and gone that extra mile. I, I always tell people it's okay for failure, but don't quit. You know, failure is it's okay because you learn from your mistakes. Right. People always say failure is not an option. I agree right. with that because you're going in with like a, a winning mentality. But right. at the same point in time, if you go for something and then you quit, you can't learn from that. So right. if I go in there and at least try it and just say, okay, I did it. It's not for me. Let me step away. Okay, fine. At least I mm -hmm. gave it a try and I can learn and earn and gain a, a respect for, for the sport, which I already have, which mm -hmm. is, it's amazing. So maybe one day, but I definitely have to finish out this WWE contract. Yes. It's been that's that's literally the best business and the best job. I don't even like to call it a job because it's something mm -hmm. I'm super passionate about. That's great. Um, and it it's the it's the best place to be and it's really changed my life and for the better. So um I like where I'm at and it, you know, boxing right now helps me get in shape for in the ring mm -hmm. um and wrestling too as well. And I can use a couple of those combos in the ring as well too. So everyone watch out oh that's it that's a that's a warning shot right there that I is like that. for sure ronda i'm ready <laughs> Ooh, i want to yes. see it i want to see it exactly even sonia you know sonia had trained yeah. for mma too and um she commented once she hit me up on the dm she's like i'm not gonna lie you have great talent and you have some skills i go all right listen i'm gonna call you out and i want i want some intense <laughs> you know, matches with her. So I'm excited for what's what's to come. That's that's amazing. Yeah. I, hey, you know, and you make a good point. You know, the, the there's going to be failure. You know, I think every successful person that I talk to and I, I could honestly say every guest that I have on this podcast found success in their life, you know, and they're doing something with their life that's special. And I, everyone's failed. You know, everyone's story, although different, tied together some there are some similarities to it and it's people that don't know how to quit don't know how to give up keep getting up you know so that's a good point that you make thank you so much it's something yeah. that you know i live by too is uh, tomorrow's never promised right so you want to live everything out to its fullest you never want what ifs in life i mean coming yeah. from me and what i've experienced in my past um, you know, I've, I've seen life is, can be taken from you in, a, in an instant. Yeah. So yeah. I always go with that mentality. Um, you know, 
tomorrow's never guaranteed and and never give up and keep going strong so and that's something i live by so it's you know i practice what i preach so growing up um where, where exactly did you grow up so i was born and raised in cleveland ohio i know okay. that's like completely north like super <laughs> north um and so I, I was born and raised there i was a gymnast for 18 years um so gymnastics is basically what I knew. Uh, family and is my backbone. Family is my life. Um, mm -hmm. And growing up, you know, I I was in a, a strict, you know, household with my mother, my father, and I have a younger sister who is um, 28. Her name is Brittany. Um, you know, I, I just, I was very fortunate enough that my family supported me in gymnastics. And I went to um, the Junior Olympics and I was, you know, with the U.S. A team um, trained by some of the best in the world, Dominique Muciano, Dominic Zito, who are still, um, you know, very, uh, they're still in, you know, in the gymnastics industry and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. gymnastics was literally my dream. Okay. So, you know, my parents pulled me out of school early to take me out of school early and mm -hmm. then um, take me to gymnastics. And then I was in I did strength and conditioning at 5 a.m., went to school. My parents had pulled me out of school early, and wow. I went into, like, uh, stretching, and then I went into a four-and-a-half-hour-long session of gymnastics, came home, did homework, did it all over again, and traveled on the weekends. Wow. And so, yeah, and so it was, like, that's all I knew was drive, you know, determination, <laughs> and, yeah. like, you know, I control my own destiny here. If this is something I want, I have to go and get it. Right. And then – um injuries unfortunately had stopped my career mm -hmm. uh, i had broke my nose in the junior olympics i had right ankle uh reconstructive ankle surgery and my doctor was like hey listen you can't do this anymore and i'm like what you're telling a little girl whose dreams yeah. and aspirations was to be in the olympics and that was it you know yeah. you ask a little kid what they want to be when they grow older a baseball player an nfl player it was i'm going to be in the olympics for gymnastics right. no one could tell me different yeah. so when my doctor had told me that it was just like everything was swept you know from underneath me mm -hmm. i was like well, what do i do next and my doctor was like well you could go into diving like a lot of gymnasts trans transition into diving which is like diving off of a diving board into water mm -hmm. and i'm like all right <laughs> let me give it a try and you know i'm i'm a girl i'm from cleveland ohio it's yeah. outside it snows i don't like getting my hair wet <laughs> yeah what kind of diving board are we talking about here <laughs> right i go this isn't for me you know i go i'm yeah. not getting my hair wet seven days a week are you kidding me like i don't want makeup running down my face no thank you not a good look but i gave it a try you know i tried it out and right. um i uh i was state i was this district champ and then state champion all within less than a year and i was like wow no, saying, this this just isn't for me i i i just running off a diving board flipping and and i give all credit in the world to everyone who does it it's just i was meant for something like yeah. just you know i was so used to being in the gym training 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 consistently and and you know four events instead of just one it was just very different yeah. and it's not something i was passionate about so why mm -hmm. follow through like I said oh. earlier, I tried it, you know, and it mm -hmm. was just something that didn't, I didn't like. So after that, I went, my parents had always said, go to college. You have to go to college, get a school education. And so I went to Kent State University in Ohio mm -hmm. and uh, they had a great gymnastics program. So that's what I was always going for. Mm -hmm. And um, they're like, what are you going to go to school for? And I was like, you know something, I have no idea. Like I have no clue. 
And so I was like, all right, you know, growing up, I was like, what's cool, you know? So I went to school for fashion merchandising and design mm -hmm. and uh, graduated with business and a minor in marketing as well in a bachelor's in science. So it was nice. like, I was just like school, 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 school. Yeah. And I, I had graduated with that and I worked these nine to five jobs that, you know, um, a uh, merchandising manager um, and then, you know, a small clothing boutique that I had opened up mm -hmm. and, and ran. And I would constantly look at my clock and I'm like, this is a nine to five. I was working all through the night doing like um, merchandise change and stuff. And I was like, mm -hmm. I am not comfortable in my own skin. I need to be working out. I feel disgusting. I, mm -hmm. I just don't like this. So my girlfriend had called me and she had mentioned to me, you know, about um, why don't I try like these bikini competitions? And at that time I did a lot of modeling. I did Maxim and stuff, uh, Miss Wine Tropic pageants. And I was like, I've oh, already done that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I already done that. I did all yeah. that. I go, I, this, I don't want that. She's like, no, no, no. This is something you train for. Like you go in and, you know, you're judged on your physique and, and your body and the work that you, you know, you put in and everything mm -hmm. like that. I was like, all right, tell me a little bit more about it. So she had, I started in bikini and then I transitioned over into fitness, which was like, that was everything to me. I don't know if you're familiar with the fitness division, but it's yeah, like a, a little two bit, yeah. minute. Mm -hmm. It's like a two minute um, gymnastics uh, routine that's like strength and conditioning mm -hmm. as far as like push up, strength holds, tumbling, and um, a fit a physique round where you're in your like little uh, posing suit and you you mm -hmm. know you pose and that you're based off of those two categories. And I turned pro in 2012 and I traveled the world, um, the Arnold wow. classics, Mr. Olympias. Oh, you did Arnold. Thought, nice. Yeah. 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 I did That's it. Cool. Spain, Brazil, uh, Columbus, Ohio, um, Australia, like all around Europe. Uh, wow. so it was, it was definitely something like, you know, I thought I, I did it. You know, I was on the cover mm -hmm. of a couple of magazines. I was like, this yeah. is it. You know, this is the platform <laughs> I needed to like start inspiring people and like mm -hmm. get out there and show people don't be complacent and go out there and follow your dreams. And, you know, coming from gymnastics and then transitioning into this, I was like, I found my niche. Then I was in Spain competing and WWE had come up to me and they were like, hey, listen, we love your personality. We love everything about you. Mm -hmm. Would you like to, you know, wrestle? And I was like, wrestling? Are you crazy? Like me? No way. And they're now, like, did you ever watch? Did you watch wrestling growing up? Were you a fan growing up? So, like, you know, it was crazy because growing up as a kid, my dad and my uncles were obsessed. I would hear them woo all the time, talk about <laughs> Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, you know, everything like that. And on yeah. Sundays. Um, when I wasn't competing in gymnastics, every morning, me and my dad would like play wrestle on the bed. I had my stuffed animals all out and I would wrestle all the time with them, like body slam them and, you know, talk to them like super sassy. And then I would see, you know, my dad watching, um, you know, the wrestling all the time on TV and the girls would come on and my mom would be like, no, get that off. You know, she, she doesn't need to see that. I was always like a rambunctious child anyway. Yeah. So when this fell into my lap, I all I could think of was my childhood with my mm -hmm. father and my uncle. And I was oh, just like, wow. man, this is amazing opportunity. But I go, yeah. I don't know how to wrestle. Like, mm -hmm. I, I I don't know. And they're like, no, come out to Tampa. You know, that was when um, wrestling was in Tampa. So I went out to Tampa. I gave it a try. And I fell mm -hmm. in love with it from the moment I stepped into the ring. Wow. You know, um, Norman Smiley was there, who's still a coach there, Sarah mm -hmm. Amato, 
Um, they're great, great. They've really literally taken me by the hand and taught me everything. Uh, Billy Gunn, you know, it's, it's yeah. been an, um, it's truly amazing to go and be backstage and in an environment where I used to look at these people on TV, like the undertaker. And like oh I had God. mentioned Rick Flair, I, yeah. I was, I was with Rick, you know, I was in a storyline with Rick and unbelievable. Like, yeah, it's truly humbling to me that they look at me like I'm yeah. I'm talent, you know, I'm just one of them where I'm looking at you like, man, I was They're you know, everything. Yeah. yeah, you're legends. Yeah. And so it's it's amazing to see my transition in life. Mm -hmm. And you know, something I always tell people is life's like a puzzle, you know, every piece might not fit when you were going through it, mm -hmm. but it paints this beautiful picture. Cause who would have thought me being a little gymnast? them telling me, no, I couldn't do it. I would end up here, you know, yeah. years later. And uh, it's, it's beautiful, the journey that I've gone through. And it's just all about determination and never yeah. giving up on your dreams. And that's truly what, you know, I try and tell everybody with mm -hmm. my message, but it's been, it's, it's had its bumps in the yeah. road. Don't get hey, me wrong. Not they everything. all do, right? <laughs> yes. Not everything was like peachy, but yeah. um, definitely it's something that, you know, I'm, super grateful for in, mm -hmm. in life. So I'm excited to see what the future holds as well. That's amazing. Like th when you got, uh, you know, when you got called, uh, who, who was it that approached you that, that said, Hey, you know, do you want to try out WWE? So it was a recruiter. His name is Canyon Seaman and triple uh -huh. H triple H, H was super big in the fitness industry. Um, mm -hmm. And I was the first uh, athlete WWE star male or female to mm -hmm. cross over into fitness and bodybuilding while they were wrestling. And that's one of my highlighted oh, moments gosh. of my career is when I went and I competed back in the Arnold Classic um, while I was in WWE, mm -hmm. Triple H was there. And he gave me like the biggest hug and he was like, I'm super proud of you because we found you here and you're showing people out there that you can do this right. too. So mm -hmm. it was super humbling. And that's why I try and stay very active in the fitness world and bodybuilding industry mm -hmm. as well is because you know, um, it, that's not only life as I thought, you know, I was just like, Oh, I made it. I've done it. You, there's always that next platform and WWE's True. allowed me to, um, shine light on that. It's amazing. Now, when you went to the, I guess it was a performance center that they had you start at so you could train. Yes. So okay. I, my, everything that I did, like my trials were in Tampa, Florida, and right. then I stayed down there for a week. Uh, you know, they got to learn about my personality and my pro, you know, like the promo classes and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they gave me a contract uh, on the spot actually with Carmela, who, you know, we were, we were roommates at the time, um, when we first tried out and we were roommates, we lived together. We had no idea about WWE or wrestling or anything no. like that. And we were the only two girls to get handed a contract on spot and, uh, re reported into, um, Orlando, Florida, which is the performance center, right. um, which I am going there later after this interview. I got to take a trip up there. Nice. So, um, yeah. So, are you doing NXT? There. No, I'm going up there. We film um, uh -huh. SmackDown up there. Oh, okay. Because yeah, of the yeah. COVID and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. everything's done in Orlando, Florida, which is, like mm -hmm. I said, during this time, and we can get into that in a second here, but. Yeah. WWE really cares about the fans and the outreach and just putting smiles on everybody's faces during this time, which I'm very passionate about as well, too, because uh, mm -hmm. life is hard out there now. Definitely yeah. hard. 
But um, so I trained in Orlando, and <laughs> then I got to the main roster, and here I am. Wow, almost so seven cool. years later. Amazing, right? It's yeah. uh, you know, what did you think? Like now, you know, you've had your you know gymnast background. Uh, did you feel you know? And then also, you know, with uh, with competing in bodybuilding as well because of the stage presence. Do you did you feel that? You had uh, a little bit of an advantage, confident, you know, going into training to learn wrestling. So confidence has always been key um, yeah. in anything. And I will have to say I've always had confidence in everything I did. Like going into wrestling really kind of made me a little bit nervous and, mm -hmm. you know, brought my self-esteem down a little bit because I really had no idea people train so hard and long for this this is you know as i said as yeah. a child my goal was gymnastic you growing up was or knowing some of these girls their dream growing up was to be a wrestler right. so it just it was very fortunate and it was a blessing that it had fell into my lap that like i was able to have this opportunity where mm -hmm. there are thousands and thousands of girls out there that are knocking on wwe's door trying just to get seen just for an opportunity so being able to be, you know, in the ring with some of the girls who have trained all their life for this mm -hmm. made me a little bit nervous. But they, sure. you know, during training, they took me under their wing and, you know, really kind of coached me. And, um, you know, it's been a blessing to, you know, kind of be like a vet now, you know, at seven years and having girls come in and, you know, asking me, hey, can you take a look at this? Or, mm -hmm. you know, what could I have done? And it, I find that very humbling. Yeah. to me as well too because i was in their shoes once before as well mm -hmm. but you know it's um so funny story is i went out um and my first uh role was a heel which mm -hmm. i was taken back i guy. was like i seriously don't <laughs> listen to me i went out there and I'm like, I can't be mean. Like, I, I mean, I can. There's that part of you, like, deep inside, you know, dude, there's something inside of you that, like, mm. you bring out, right? Yeah. And I learned that with, like, Dusty Rhodes and stuff. You have to, like, mm -hmm. flip, flip a switch. Mm -hmm. And uh, Howard Fine, who was a great acting coach as well. And I would mm -hmm. get in these zones. And I would get back there, put my, you know, just really get in my element. The first match ever, I went... I went out there and I'm like listening to these people booing me and telling me I suck and everything. <laughs> like I went back there and everyone's clapping and standing and like trying to give me a hug. I'm trying to like hold these tears back in my head. I call my mom immediately. I'm like, mom, I don't think I like this. They hate me. I don't want to do this anymore. She's like, Ash, you're doing your job. Like you're doing right. it. You're doing it. You know, keep going. And I was like, yeah. I can't. And now, you know, I've, I've done, you know, I'm a baby face and mm -hmm. it's truly who I am. Like out on TV is who I am as a person. And right. I'm and that, that shows on camera. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. But it is amazing to be a bad girl once in a while because I'm like, I'm sassy, you know? So yeah, you got that sass. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's, it's nice to have a transition once in a while, but yeah, I, think I the, like being relatable. I think the bad, like, the heels have more fun in my opinion oh my I, if God. i was a heel like i would have way like i would have more like if i was in that situation i would have more fun yeah it's so much fun it's so yeah. much fun because there is, i always say that that is a little piece and part of you and you know inside of you that you have yeah. to trigger so right it, it's something a lot of fun i do i really love i love it but you know the kids when i was a heel the kids are always looking at me like huh 
Like, I don't, she's not very nice. And I'm like, come take a picture. And I'll <laughs> never forget this kid looked at his dad and goes, no, you're a bad person. Like, you're a bad Ooh. girl. My dad tells me I can't take pictures with, you know, mean, bad people. And it Ooh. broke my heart. I was like, <laughs> no, but I'm really nice. But I'm not nice. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so it's definitely, it's a lot of fun in that regard um, mm-hmm. to go out there and, and have this, like, alter ego come out. And then it's it's difficult when kids are afraid of you, when you're trying to inspire them to, you know, live their life. Yeah. Well, what about what was it like, as you said, when you were growing up, your dad, your uncle, they're watching TV, Ric Flair. What was it like when they saw you on TV now? Oh, my gosh. So my dad to this day and my uncle too, my uncle Barney, um, (laughs) he they're like the my number one fan, like number number one fan. They are so into it. You know, we go I was in a actually a cigar shop. um, Mm -hmm my parents 40th anniversary was just not too long ago and Yuli and I nice. took a trip up to Cleveland and we went into the cigar shop to actually grab a couple cigars for coach Orlando because my dad was so excited I was into boxing and was just like oh nice. this is amazing so we go in the and I'm telling you this like if I'm not dolled like I'm not I barely I, when I'm at home I don't do my hair I don't wear mm-hmm. makeup or whatever so I go Me to the store and like right I mean <laughs> You look fine without it. I wouldn't have guessed you didn't have any. Uh, I mean, that's your natural. You woke up like this, right? Of course, always, that's always. That's what they say. So uh, we walk in the store, and my dad knows, like, I just, let's get in and get out, you know? Yeah, and my hair's up, and he walks in, and they're like, oh, what do you want cigars for? And um, my dad goes, oh, he's a pro boxer, and she is. You know who this is? And I'm like, dad, don't. Proud. You know, some, he's, he's proud. so proud, you know? They're yeah. super proud. You know, and it never gets old. And, you mm-hmm. know, my mom at first, she was so reluctant about like, should I like this? Shouldn't I like this? It's still, still, still to this day. Wow. If there's a minute after I come off TV and one, 60 seconds goes by, she's already texting me. Ask me, you're okay. <laughs> Are you okay? Da, 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 da. If like five, 10 minutes go by and I'm talking to like a producer or, mm-hmm. you know, I go see Mr. McMahon backstage. To like talk to him and she's like blowing me up i'm like mom i'm talking i'm okay but mm-hmm. you know it's it's amazing to have their support and it is amazing to you know also yuli have yuli support as well too mm-hmm. you know it's just it means everything to me to put smiles on you know his kids faces as well you yeah. know and in kids faces all over the place that you know my friends kids so the support is truly i um I love my fans. I love my family. And, you know, my uncle and and my dad, when they go backstage, I'm like, okay, let me tell you something. If you come backstage, you you better zip it. Like, don't talk to anyone. Just (laughs) keep it moving. Yeah. Like, that's cool, dad. You know, because he's there like, oh, my God. That's it. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. You know, I work with them. But here I am when I started. I'm like, yeah, look at who it is. You know, like that. So. Yeah, I'm, I've met, I've been very fortunate to meet some of the best of the best. And, you know, mm-hmm. like Batista, The Rock, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, many, many other actors, singers, athletes. You know, like, for example, Mario Lopez is a huge wrestling fan. Oh, yeah. But I was a huge Saved by the Bell fan. You Me know too. What I mean? like, AC Slater, up, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Growing up, it's like, I was like, oh, my God, he's the hottest thing ever. And then backstage at uh the staples center i'm back mm-hmm. there and i'm like 
getting ready for a match and rushing through and he's with his little his son and um he goes hey can nico his son can he take a picture with you he loves how you like flex your muscles and i'm like <laughs> I, you know like i'm like stuttering Amazing, right? like, are you really asking me you know because That's i so would true. ask you but yeah um it's it's great how other people have you know your support and and they appreciate what you do what about like um like for you, you know, personally behind the scenes, who who have been some wrestlers that have been a uh, good inspiration for you and, and really been helpful, you know, with you, with your career? Uh, I would have to really say, you know, uh, you know, bless his heart and, you know, rest in peace. Dusty Rhodes has really, um, he really paved the way for me. I know mm. there was a lot of times that, like I had mentioned to you, I was just always, I'm, I'm used to just being me. You know, I'm used to doing yeah. interviews in the fitness industry and stuff like <laughs> that. So being able to trigger a heel persona was very difficult for me. And, but yeah. the dream, Dusty Rhodes had a vision. He had a plan. He knew exactly. And he would, you know, I would go in every Tuesday and I'm like, I, I, I just can't, you know, I, I don't mm -hmm. know what to do. And he's like, I, and with this like little lisp and aspects, he'll call me baby girl. And he's like, you got this, you got, you have the star power, you know? So that's yeah. somebody that I, I will always truly remember. Um, nice. And being able to work, you know, alongside Ric Flair and Charlotte Flair was wow. super humbling and amazing. You know, Charlotte and I really grew a great connection and friendship down in NXT. Nice. Uh, you know, she was one of my best friends. We traveled pretty much, you know, the country together nonstop, you know, mm. side by side. Uh, family, we're around fam around them more than we are actually, you know, our families. True. So, you know, she, her and I really developed a great relationship as far as training goes. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, our friendship kind of, you know, came to an explosion in the ring. Um, yeah. You know, so we had to part ways. But, hey, you know, we all we all want one, you know, goal in WWE, and that's to be champion. So, be I, champ. I, I, like, yeah, I respect every girl's you know drive and determination uh mm -hmm. ronda rousey also um she paved the way and she made a lot of people really really from you know the mma and ufc world and industry right. kind of tune into wrestling and, mm -hmm. and earn a different kind of respect right. uh i respect her a lot too in the in the sense of she stepped in without knowing really anything she had a great background great mm -hmm. amazing head on her shoulders but she came into you know somewhere where she could not really care about what anyone thought. She just had to right. do her job and kind of, you know, go in there and mm -hmm. um, being in the ring with her and actually being able to talk to her one-on-one -on -one personally. Uh, she really made me able to, you know, open up my mindset and just know that like, you're looking out for you and your best interest. Right. And, you know, no one else is going to do that. You have to do it for yourself. And Absolutely. she's given me some great advice as well. Uh, you know, Bailey and Sasha, you know, back then they were really true role models for me. Now, not so much. I don't know what's going on, with how big their <laughs> yeah. head is. They're you getting know? crazy. I see it. <laughs> so crazy. So crazy. But um, I really looked up to them, too, because as I mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, there's girls that have been dying for this opportunity within mm -hmm. WWE for their whole life. And uh, they always had been super nice and helpful. Um and teaching me a lot of things, giving me mm -hmm. some moves that, you know, I, I, they thought I could do and, and, you know, being successful at it, but we've definitely had our battles back and forth. Uh, us, yeah. I would say uh, me and, and Bailey and me and Sasha and vice versa. So mm -hmm. those are some of the girls that I have definitely, you know, and Beth Phoenix, Natalia, oh, yeah. the, legend. they're legends. Yeah. Definitely. Um, 
So it's every, I always say this, I always say every single girl within WWE has empowered me some way, somehow good or bad. Mm -hmm. If they've had a very negative attitude or something I've taken, I've been able to take something away from them mm -hmm. um, in regards to that's just not how I want to be or how I want to act, you know, out there and, and moving forward in, in my career. And uh, that's why I think it shines so bright out there is this mm -hmm. is me, this is who I am. And, right. you know, I want to be that person that people look up to and say, wow, I really learned something from her. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's an amazing stage, you know, being in the WWE and, and the opportunity that you have uh, is amazing. Obviously you're doing great work. What would like, uh, what are some of the, um, I guess, standout moments for you, like as far as storylines and stuff like that, what were some of your favorite ones? My okay. So I, I don't know if you watched the last recent money in the bank. It wasn't my hottest performance or night or match or whatever. I mean, it was kind of a disaster. I kind of thought the briefcase was, I don't know if you saw it, but. I missed it. No, you got to tell me. Okay. So money in the bank, you know, you have the briefcase and you right. have the, it's a ladder Climb match up. and you run up to the top. We had it in uh, headquarters and, okay. you know, I thought I was on the rooftop or the highest floor and I was racing around headquarters. So you start at the bottom and you kind of race, race up like a scavenger okay. hunt. And so I was racing up. And literally, I went into this room, a conference room, and I saw it looked like heaven's doors were opening. I saw this briefcase. <laughs> I mean, look it up online. It's everywhere. There's memes everywhere. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is it. Like, I won. So I, you know, jump on the table, and I grab the briefcase, undo it, and I, like, fall to my knees as if I, like, I won, which I thought I won everything. This was absolutely everything to me. And then Stephanie McMahon opens up the door and was like, Dana, what are you doing? Like, are you dumb or something? That's not the briefcase. The briefcase is up on the top floor. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're kidding me. Yeah. And so then Carmela smashed a pitcher over my head. I bumped into Paul Heyman, a massive food fight, you know, broke out, broke loose. It was like all my fault. But it was definitely, it was it was amazing because it was a history-making moment as yep. far as being in, you know, Stamford, um, Connecticut, uh, mm -hmm. you know, filming at the headquarters. So that was really cool. As I mentioned, I can't mm -hmm. thank Rhonda enough. Uh, I came out um, and I had a championship opportunity against Rhonda, but I cut mm -hmm. this heartfelt promo. And, mm -hmm. you know, again, I, I put my hair, I, I did it like I do every single day, no makeup. Mm -hmm. My hair was in a ponytail and I walk out and I just, I said, I can't take, you know, this is me. I wanted every opportunity. I don't, mm -hmm. you know, I don't care who you are. I'm, I, no one would accept this challenge. No one's come out. I'm coming out, you know? And, uh, and I think it opened up a lot of people's eyes to say like, she's going to go with where her heart lies and, you know, nothing can stop her. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely a highlight in my career. Uh, nice. My first, one of my first times was dressing up as Ric Flair. Um, <laughs> and I had to come out here and, you know, show everyone that I was Ric Flair and cause a distraction for mm -hmm. Charlotte. And so that was, that was a crazy moment too, because I had to go into Vince's office dressed up as Ric Flair and woo for him. <laughs> and I can't <laughs> woo. Like oh, my no. voice, I, I can't sing. I can't woo. I, I, you know, so I went in there <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> he's like, can I hear you woo? And I tried my hardest and it came out okay, but I was woo! like, oh, yeah, yeah. See, you got it. A lot but, of practice. Um, yeah. And so, you know, that was definitely a lot of fun, but. I everything I, I take away from every single match. There's been so many traveling overseas. It's great mm -hmm. memories for the rest of my life. 
you know? Oh my God. Yeah. I could imagine just watching on TV. I mean, as a kid watching WWE, well, that time it was WWF on, on TV and seeing Hogan, you know, he was my all time favorite. He always yeah. will be. And then, you know, Bret Hart and, and, uh, the undertaker and all the Shawn Michaels. I love these yeah. guys, you know, it was just so much fun to watch. And, and, uh, and it's so cool to talk to you. You know, I'm getting, I get to talk to Thank a WWE you. superstar who happens to be very, very cool person as well. Thank uh, you. <laughs> of course, of course. So, like, um, you know, moving forward, obviously, uh, you had mentioned earlier your contract with WWE could be, you know, it's going to be coming to an end soon. What, what are your plans? Do you plan on resigning with WWE? Do you plan on testing out the free agent market? What's going on? You know, and it's not coming up soon by any means. I have, okay. uh, like, a, yeah, I have years, years left on my contract. Okay, gotcha. Um, I, WWE has my heart, you know, it's, it's yeah. been something that has really, I always say I'm married to wrestling now. Wrestling saved my life. Um, you know, three years ago, I had a tragic experience yes. and wrestling was there for me. You know, mm -hmm. wrestling was there for me. It was something that I could trigger my mind to right. and just know that I had to go and put, put all out, you know, all out in the ring and mm -hmm. everything that I've ever worked for. And if I stop now, then, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to continue on. And, yeah. you know, wrestling gave me that outlet. So mm -hmm. it's the best possible place for me to be. I, yeah. I never forget that. And um, the outreach that WWE has on the community and doing charitable work and, you know, a lot of foundations and yeah. things like that, it holds a very close spot in my heart as well too mm -hmm. um but on a personal level outside of wwe as i'm still working within the company mm -hmm. um you know starting a women empowerment program um oh, nice. a seminar i was actually starting it and then all this craziness and nonsense happened but i'm going mm -hmm. to be traveling city to city and hosting a group of women um and i want to bring women in in the community together um, that mm -hmm. share very similar views and values on things and develop mm -hmm. friendships there, but also talk about um, some difficulties that us females have, you know, on a day-to-day mm -hmm. -day basis where we can't really, you know, find people to talk to or find people that mm -hmm. relate to, you know, certain things. And I also feel like mental strength um, goes alongside with physical strength. Very so true. in these seminars, I'm going to, you know, open up, uh, you know, a 20 minute, you know, seminar where we talk, we talk, we talk, and mm -hmm. then finish it out with like a 25 to 30 minute physical, easy, easy workout where we just feel refreshed and ready to go and developing new friendships. So that's something you can, you know, take a look for um, when everything gets back up to being um, up and running. Mm -hmm. um, and then also working with uh, a many, many foundations and helping children and going into um, you know, the anti-bullying programs at school mm -hmm. and running that with WWE. And I'm very passionate about Definitely look out for me in movies and later, you know, movies. later to come. Yes, that's definitely Ooh, let's something. Let's talk about yeah. it. Let's talk yes. about what kind of movies are we talking about now? Oh, are you going to be in love... Expendables 4 or 5? What's going no, on? I would love to do, like, high action-packed <laughs> movies, you know, yeah. like, um, I, I just, I love those high-intense movies. And now that I got this bad girl persona going, I can pl play, you Perfect know, play timing. that little, yeah, play that little bad girl role in a movie. Um so, you know, it's guys on limits, you know, w, like mm -hmm. I said, WWE offers you this platform to take, you know, with you in any different avenue 
-hmm. where you want to go, what you want to do. Um, you know, as I had mentioned, you know, boxing, I am, I'm getting, I mean, I'm pushing my age though. It's, I'm 32. And then by the time I'm done, oh, stop. 36, I, 37. Can you, can you then... still wake up in the morning out of bed with no pain? Cause I'm having a hard time these days. Don't tell me ask 32 me, is old. Ask me on a day that doesn't end with why, and the answer will be yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I'm excited for my future. I, you know, I mm -hmm. love to see Yuli grow and, and perform as an athlete too. So being able to stand by his side mm -hmm. um, and just encourage him, that's, I feel, I feel like my job, it's not a job, but I feel mm -hmm. accomplished when I help him with other things as well. Yeah, I've noticed that uh, the both of you have been doing a lot of work in the community as well. I saw some things on social media. Tell me about that. Yeah, so we're actually, we get together and mm -hmm. we feed the homeless. Um, so it's about every two to three weeks. And mm -hmm. Yuli has been very passionate about it as well. And we go out there and we do charitable. We just drive around, you know, downtown Miami and, yep. um, and just hand out food to the less fortunate. Um, mm -hmm. It can be anybody. And you know, there's many restaurants. I mean, he's Mr. Miami. Once you get to talk to with him, he's like Mr. Miami. He he's knows the mayor. Everyone from anywhere. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, he knows everyone from everywhere. So he is blessed to know a lot of restaurants that are mm -hmm. also on board with being able to reach out and, and prepare us and provide us with these meals. And we just go out there and donate. And everyone has been, you know, super helpful and super amazing in regards to, you know, starting a team. And mm -hmm. we have this little system down where, you know, they hand me the food, I hand it to the kids or, right. you know, and they go out and disperse it. And we have this like little line going and it, it works out great. It's, you know, really quick, simple and painless. Um, we're going to be doing it again in about three weeks. Uh, and, you know, we have the jungle gym here right in the backyard. Yeah, I, I want to stop by the jungle gym. I think we need to you do it. You have to come out. I want to do an MMA Uncensored exclusive at the jungle gym. I'll bring my camera guy. We'll have some fun. Yeah, that would we be should do that. super cool. Yeah. That would be super awesome. Uh, you know, and Yuli, he goes to, you know, the juvenile detention centers as well. Oh, and cool. uh, goes in and speaks with those children there, too. So, you know, his look is very intimidating. And, I'll you know, I'll get off of here. Of course. You guys, of you, course. You've heard enough about <laughs> him. And, like, you're like, where is he? But um, when he comes on here, his look is very intimidating, very, you know, you're just like taken back by it a little bit, but his heart is gold. His heart is genuine. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, let's see if he talks about me. Like I talk about him. I'm sure he will. <laughs> I am sure he will. He's a gentleman. I know that I'm going to, yes. before I let you go, I got, I have some fan questions. Some okay. of the fans. Let's, let's so go. let's get some good questions up. We had a few that were popping up and then I, I got hit up on Instagram as well. Everybody's hit me up. IG, baby. I do a lot of business on that Instagram. I'll tell you, it's pretty cool. Good for the gram. Always. That gram is always, uh, it's always hooking it up. There's always something going on on the gram. So let's see. We got, uh, oh, here we go. Do you, do you like, to, uh, do you like to fight MMA? So I guess are you, are you interested in fighting MMA? We talked about that earlier, uh, but uh, for Juan's yes. sake, let's. Uh... Juan, I definitely am. I think that is something that is super, you know, special. I admire every single athlete that goes out into, you know, the cage and, and puts everything out there. It's something like I had told Joe earlier in the interview. I just want to do it. I want to get out there and get a feel for it, um, you know, and just earn a new new respect and, and add mm -hmm. something into my back pocket. If it's something that I carry out, who knows? But I definitely want right. to get in there. I think from, you know, my whole um, 
athletic background, I could say, uh, has definitely paved the way for that to be in my near future. Wonderful. And uh, Carl, what is your best memory in WWE? My best memory? Um, honestly, I like to say women's evolution. Uh, that was definitely a staple in women's uh, history. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the evolution. It's uh, It was an all-women's pay-per-view, first time in history yes. in WWE that we were able to go out there and perform only women and do everything that men are able to do and show the world that we are powerful and we are capable to, mm -hmm. to do anything. And um, it was not only within WWE, but we got a lot of recognition as far as around the world and other female athletes to support us and to support what we are doing and uh, being a very um, empowerful and uh, uplifting event as well too and being in the ring mm. with the legends too you know you had yeah. holly holly you had lita you yeah. had trish so it was it was super cool i had a huge crush on lita when i was growing up huge oh, didn't crush. everybody yeah didn't have, like, posters too? i had a sable poster like a life-size sable oh, poster in my sable. bedroom when i was a kid yeah loved it yeah don't tell brock that i'm kidding uh oh if he watches <laughs> this i'm dead no, Just, no, he's he's a teddy bear too. He's a teddy bear too. What about uh? Well, you brought up Evolution. Um, the, one of my favorite shows on Netflix is Glow. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. <laughs> that show's was awesome. awesome. Yes, that was great. What is your favorite attire, Jack Stewart? Oh, my favorite attire, I would have to say, was probably my first one. I love the transition that I have. Um, you know, progressed to, I will tell you why my first one was my favorite and also this last one. My mm -hmm. first one was, it's just, you know, it goes down in history. That was the first one I absolutely wore, but it was also inspired by Trish. Trish was somebody yeah. that I idolized growing up as well. It was definitely, it was one of her gear. She had all black with the collar. And, uh, you know, it was, it was definitely fun. I just had posted my favorite two gears actually today from 2015 to 2020. I saw and that. The gear, yes. Yeah. So the gear mm -hmm. now is like the unicorn colors, which is my hair, which <clears throat> is unique. You know, I'm going mm -hmm. out there and I am trying to just be me and just be magical. Yeah. And that's, that's who I truly am. So it's, it's definitely a, a great transition Amazing. to, you know, idolize Trish. And yeah. now I'm just, I'm, I'm doing me and I hope people idolize me one day and go and be like, oh, I want to be a unicorn, you know? Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of unicorns <laughs> flying around soon. Yeah. <laughs> Dana, I want to thank you so much for Ashley, for, for being on the podcast. I was really looking forward to talking to you and, you know, your, your positive energy and, and just, uh, you know, the way you are, who you are, uh, it's special. It really is. And. Uh, you know, I wish you nothing but the best of luck, and I do plan on seeing you at the Jungle Gym. Don't knock me out, though, when I get there, because I will oh. get in the ring, but please don't knock me out. Put some uh, headgear on, and you'll be good to go. I'll do the body shots, but tighten up. <laughs> Even I'll worse. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I'm Italian. I eat a lot of pasta, so we'll see it's what happens. okay. <laughs> we'll get you in shape in no time. I know you guys will. All right. Well, I can't wait to see you back here. Same here, Ashley. Thank you again. Thank you. Have and, fun uh, with you, Lee. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a good time. I'm ready. All right. Good. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye. All right, everybody. Dana Brooke from WWE. As you can see, she's fantastic. What a great person. Um, just uh, just super cool. I had the uh, pleasure of meeting her at Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 10 pay-per-view in Fort Lauderdale. 
Uh, we had a great time. We did an uh, interview together, had a great conversation. Uh, and it was really cool to have her on the podcast tonight. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Next coming up, we have Yuli the Monster Diaz coming up, professional boxer, professional MMA fighter, and most recently, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. So I'm uh, looking forward to having him come on in a couple of minutes, and we will uh, we will discuss uh, quite a few things. He's a real cool guy, so I'm looking forward uh, for all of you to getting to know him a little bit more, and uh, I definitely look forward to talking about the Bare Knuckle because uh, – I love that stuff. That's a lot of fun. Steve Tyson, what's up, bro? How we doing? Good to see you. Everybody in the chat's having a good time. I'm happy about that. Guys, shout out to my sponsors. Uh, real quick, for all your CBD needs, you got to hit them up. Hempoca. Hempoca.com. If you put in the code MMA, you get a special discount. So uh, check them out. Hempoca.com. And also Veteran Farms for all your Quality cannabis needs. You know what I'm saying? Hit them up. Veteranfarms.com. Uh, they will hook you up. Trust me, they will hook you up. Speaking of getting hooked up, I'm patiently waiting. I got a shipment coming in from Las Vegas uh, from my friend Christine Faria, uh, Misfit Munchies. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing exactly uh, what Misfit Munchies are. I don't know quite yet, but I uh, will soon find out. I, I could promise you that. Uh, so, yeah, guys, uh, thank you again for tuning in uh, to tonight's number 16. I can't believe it's 16 episodes already. This is crazy. And I want to thank you guys seriously. Like, you know, we go live. You know what I'm saying? We go live. We don't do it. You know, we try not to do pre-record. We try to go live. We try to, you know, keep it 100 with everybody and, and give you fans the opportunity to interact live during all these podcasts, you know. So that's the... You know, that's the most important thing. You know, we want to always have you guys interact, ask questions, leave comments, whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? So uh, <clears throat> that's why we do it. You know, that's why we go live. And uh, it's exciting. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but we are, I will tell you this, we are going to be doing a lot of, um, uh, was that Keith? When is Diaz coming on? He'll be on shortly. He'll be on shortly. He's probably just getting ready. But uh, he will be on in a couple minutes, so stay tuned. Thank you for asking. Um, but, yeah, uh, we're going to be doing a lot of pre-record stuff too. Um, YouTube channel is going to get beefed up a little bit more. So, again, guys, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just type in MMA Uncensored when you get to YouTube. Uh, if you want some cool shirts, obviously, MMAUncensored.net. If you put in my code Joe, J-O-E, uh, you will get 15% off. So you can have one of these cool shirts too. Uh, and they're really nice too. They're like those next level shirts, cotton, they're fitted, you know, so like it's a nice shirt to wear. <clears throat> um, but we're going to be doing some pre-record stuff on YouTube. We're going to be doing MMA and censored exclusive. So we're going to be doing a lot of in-person stuff, uh, interviews, skits, like funny stuff, um, promotions, you know, a lot of different things uh, that are going to be coming up in the works. Uh, some really, really big names in combat sports, uh, in wrestling that are going to be a part of this as well. And I'm very excited to uh, make these announcements in the coming weeks and in the coming months. Uh, I think you guys are going to really like it a lot. I'm excited for it. I'm blessed I get to do this stuff. So it's really cool. Um, but, yeah, you can check out, uh, you know, all the uh, all the previous interviews that we've done. Uh, we had Spike Carlisle on last week. Uh, Christine Faria was on. Before that, we had Jake Hager on from AEW and Bellator. Uh, there was a call out during that show. It got heated. It was pretty cool. So you could check that out on YouTube. And then, uh, 
you know, I was actually talking to a friend of mine uh, earlier today about some standout uh, episodes, but I'll tell you guys a little bit about that later. Without further ado, we got the man himself. Well, not really the man, the monster, right? That's the, that's, that's what it's all about. Yuli Diaz. What's up, brother? How you doing, Joe? <laughs> Yo, my man, already coming out swinging, bro. Hold on you a know, second. You know Yo. what's up? <laughs> How you doing, brother? Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, man. I appreciate you. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, you know, I was there live at Bare Knuckle at your last fight, and I, I became a big fan of that night, man. You, you put on a very impressive show that night. You know, I always appreciate you, man, here on MMA Uncensored, and uh, I know you got your own thing, right? A, a Guy Think podcast? Yes. Yeah, yes. so I appreciate you. You know what I mean? You're always, you're always looking out for me and giving me some shine, and I appreciate that, brother. Uh, it's my pleasure, man. You know, you work hard. I see the hard work that you put in, and, you know, it's my pleasure to always give you, you a shout, brother. Thank you. Thank you. So I like that shirt, by the way. Man. Is that the official monster tee? That's it, man. Go to team-monster.com. Get your, get your shirt. Represent. Get shirt. Got to represent, man. Yes, and, and M for M for monster, M for Miami, baby. That's it. That's it, brother. That's it. I got to send you. Actually, you know what? After here, I'm going to get your info and send you a shirt, Joe. I, 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 I owe you one for sure. My man, I'm going to send you one, too. I may All as well right. just see you at the jungle gym, and I'll bring them over. That's perfect. That's perfect. You know my house is your house, brother, and the jungle gym's open, ready to go. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to swing, baby. Breeding animals back there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, bro. I love it, man. Yeah, see, man, it's really cool that you said. I didn't know that was in your backyard, but you set that up, and that's that's really cool. Yeah, during this quarantine, it was. You know, I had a couple things already. I had like a double end bag. I had um had this setup that my coach gave me. That's like a like you know the huge like uh, tie kicking tie boxing bag. Mm -hmm. And slowly but surely, uh, through Amazon and great friends of mine just donating. You know, shout out to my boy Apache. And Israel that they set up, they set up all the rings for all, every almost every event that we see down here in South Florida. They came back here and, and they got me a little twelve by twelve ring. So we have, I have everything, man. I have bags. I have uh, anything you can think of. You need to train. I got battle ropes. Everything. My coach lives on the same block that I do by the, you know, by blessing. You know what I mean? So, Amazing. so I, I, yeah, the quarantine's been a, a real blessing to me as as far as for training. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I talk to a lot of different people. Of course, the COVID nineteen comes up. Uh, how, how, how has it been for you? I know you said it's been positive, but how has it been for you? And what's the biggest difference compared to times being just normal and now with training? Um, well, there was more sparring, you know what I mean? When, when times mm -hmm. were normal, we had more sparring. We had more you know, more people wanted to come around. You know, you go to the gym and there'd be 30 guys standing around the ring while you're, while you're working. Um, so that's kind of the big difference. But we've been able to find a couple of people, you know, and, and uh, great friends. You know, shout out to my boy, Brutal Bosswick, man. He's a beast. You know, we, we've got some work in. Um, and uh, shout out to my boy, Ox. You know, he, he's he's come around, got me some work. And uh, mm -hmm. I, a couple other good guys, man, you know. You know, my brother, Hector Lombard's come around, training back here with me. We've had the honor of Kobe Covington back here in the jungle gym. Nice. You know, it's, it's listen, man, it's been amazing. I, you can't you couldn't make this up, brother, you know. That's right, man. Yeah, I actually, uh, I was uh, texting with Hector today. I'm going to be setting something up with him. We're going to be doing an exclusive at the Goat Shed. We're, uh, oh. That's that's the plan. We're gonna I'm gonna talk to Hector about it, and we'll we'll figure something out. But Hector's a great guy, man. He's a no, good Hector's a great one. guy. And shout out to Goat Shed Academy too. My boy, awesome out there. Everybody out there. My 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 guy Gus Villa. All the fighters out there, man. Third Street Savage. Those guys are animals. Love, mm -hmm. They're breeding animals back there too. I love those guys. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. So I, I want to know about you, and I want the fans to know about you. All right. Um, where did you now? Did you originally grow up in Miami? I know you're yeah. of Cuban descent as well. Yeah, my parents are Cuban. I'm born and raised in Miami. You know, I grew up with a single mom. 
Um, you know, and, and not no sob story, ain't no pity story. It's just I, I, I went through my hard times growing up as a kid, you know. Um, I was into gangs, I was into street things, I sold drugs my throughout my life, you know, and uh, but even as a kid, I started training like about seven years old boxing, you know, mm -hmm. and, and and I always kept up with boxing. Um, I, I started jujitsu and stuff many, many years ago. I did my amateur career in boxing back in the year 2000, which is 20 years ago, you know, but I, you know. I had kids at an early age too. And again, you know, it's not like, uh, it's not for a sad story. It's a true story. And it was hard to maintain a family and fight amateur where you're not getting any sponsorship. You're not getting any money, you're not nothing, you know? And so, uh, you know, um, I, I turned to the streets and, and had my bumps in the road. I went to prison. I actually went to prison for fighting. I always used to get in trouble for fighting. Never for myself. I was never a bully. I was always protecting friends and, and, uh, and, you know, I got me in trouble. And uh, now what got me in trouble and sent me to prison is actually giving me paychecks, you know, but we're doing it legit. We're doing it the right way. We're not, you know, it's no free fights. Everything is sanctioned and, and uh, it's, it's an amazing life, man. You know, it's, it's been up, down and all around, but we, we brought it back and we're, we're, we're stable now and I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I see the work you're putting in. You're doing great. The the, the video montages that you guys are putting together yeah. are really yeah. cool, you know. Um, now, when you started uh, your amateur career, how old were you? Uh, when I started my amateur, I was 18. 18. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that, and that was straight boxing. That was straight boxing. I was, okay. uh, I was straight. Yeah, I was straight boxing. Mm -hmm. And then, I, and what was funny was back then, this was in 2000. A friend of mine had opened up an MMA gym, you know. Okay. Uh, so I helped him, you know, paint the walls and put the stuff together. Yeah. I started training MMA for the first time in my life. I was getting slammed by every wrestler that came in, <laughs> choked by every jujitsu guy that came in. But you know, I was holding my own. And then I started training for an amateur MMA fight. And <laughs> within that time, uh, an amateur boxing match came up back then, and. Uh, and I jumped in it. I just, I just wanted to get, you know, I just wanted to do it. And and yeah. that went on a roll. I did a couple of those fights, you know. Mm -hmm. But again, it, it got tough, man. Making it to the gym a couple hours a day, trying to feed a family, trying to make money. Yeah. 19 years old, you're figuring it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that's what it is. But we're here. Again, that's I'm 39. I'm 39 now. I'm living my dream. I, I, I've Listen, everything happens <laughs> for a reason, right? My sound right. cliche, but but I, everybody asks me, like, oh, don't you wish you would have done this like 10 years ago? And honestly, I tell them, really thinking about it, no, because me 10 years ago would have would have messed this all up. You know what I mean? Now I got the head on my shoulders. I know what I want to do. And and uh, and I found out what, you know, hard work and consistency is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's big, man. I, I, yeah, as we get older, it's just just the name of the game, man. When we're young, it's just it's crazy. We think differently, you know? Yeah. And, I, uh, listen, I learned consistency, man. Look at look at uh you know, small example I tell people is look at Joe Rogan. He's been doing this podcast thing 10 years. They think it just happened overnight. He's been doing this 10 years. All of a sudden he yeah. came out the dark and now look at him. He just hit 100 mil, you know. So God bless him, you know, God bless him. But that's hard work. He he never he never gave up and consistent and anybody can make it, man. Yeah, it's a mindset, man. You know, and you have that. I, I, Kevin. I, yeah, it's Kevin, baby. <laughs> you know. That positive mindset is big, man. You know, you're you're you get you got to convince yourself that you could achieve anything, you know, and you're gonna go through hell to get there. And and I see a lot of that in your training, and 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 that's why I admire you and what you do, man. What it, what is it like for you? Like, what what motivates you? What gets you up? You've been through a lot in your life, and now you're here. What is brother, what are the big motivational tools for you, brother? One of my biggest motivations is I always I have a saying. I tell them that my worst day today, my, if I have a bad day today, it's not as it, my worst day today is better than any day I had back then. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like like this is I have no bad times anymore. I went through these bad times, so now like you know every I'm I'm super motivated, but everybody is normal. Everybody's human, and they have those days where you wake up unmotivated. 
But you know what? I have to, I'm blessed to have this gym in my backyard. I get back there. My, my coach is back there. He pushes me for an hour or two hours, yeah. whatever it may be. And I get through it. My days, you know, basically compete because this is my job. And I feel right. great about myself. And I look back and be like, yo, you know, what, what was I what was I ifing about? You know what I mean? And and, and that kind of just pushes me forward. My kids yeah. are a big motivation, especially my little ones. I got, you know, two seven-year-olds. Yeah. And they 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 they're by my side all day. They train with me. I have them in wrestling also. I and see that. Just, just going to press conferences with these guys, and but, but you know, I was sitting on my lap, and mm-hmm. these guys watching this 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 life unfold before them, man, is is incredible to me. And you know, with with God's help, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna be a world champion, a bare knuckle world champion, and a, and a boxing world champion. Mm-hmm. And and not only with that but people around me people at these press conferences other fighters they're got, they're getting to mingle with them and so when they grow up they're gonna be like look my dad did this and he was with these guys you know these guys were his friends you know and and that's super motivating to me man yeah i love it yeah that that really is man it seems like you got a really good foundation back there at the jungle gym now your uh your bot your pro boxing career when when did you turn pro how old were you i was it was 2000 uh i was 35 I was turning mm-hmm. 36, so it's going on four years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and and man, you know what? I had been working out. I was living in Colorado. Um, okay. I had been working out there. I had doing uh, some some jujitsu. It's called Colorado Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Great people mm-hmm. over there too. Um, and then I just I just man, I I, uh, I had I tell everybody I had this come to God moment where I was just like, mm-hmm. yo, you know, I was looking at my what I was doing. I wasn't happy. And I was like, God, you know, I I, I got I want to change my life. I really want. You know, it might sound dumb, but it's really what I went through. And um, and I decided to move back down to Miami. I kept training. Mm-hmm. I was in Fifth Street Boxing Gym, which was my original gym, okay. you know, Fifth with Street. Dino and, my, and Josh. And um, and man, you know, about a month and a half into training, it was about to be New Year's. I told him I wanted to take a pro fight. They came back two days later with a with a fight about thirty days, you know, like a month a month away. Wow. And yeah, and at first it started as a bucket list thing. I'm like, yo, I want to do, you know, I want to do a fight. Say mm-hmm. I did it, something for my kids to be proud of. And let me tell you, man, once I won that first fight, it was like oh. the biggest high I've ever had. It was <laughs> amazing. Bet. Yeah, you know, I, people, I, I see ge- people generally proud of me, you know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. it's just, again, it, it's been a dream. I'm living a dream, brother. Yeah, and you're also inspiring people too because everything you've been through in your life, there's some, there's a bunch of people out there that have, are going through similar situations. So yeah. when you see somebody that's been through it, been to prison, out, and now making a life for yourself outside of that, that's big, man, and there's yeah. a lot of people that that could relate to that, you know. Yeah, it's never too late. It's never too late. Don't matter the circumstances, nothing. It's all yeah. right here. And yeah. again, uh, not to sound cliche, but it's really yeah. all in your mind. The second you say you're tired of your old BS yeah. and you want to change it around, it, you know what I mean. And you put you put you put at least your first step into it. You're definitely yeah. gonna turn it around, you know. And once you put a couple steps into it, it just becomes maximum speed, you know. It's easy. Oh, yeah. So now you, you win that first fight, you got this high, and you're like, holy shit, like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. What, what, what happened after that? How did it, like, you know? I, I fought January 2000, uh, uh, let me see, 17? No. Right. Uh, yeah, I fought January 2017. I fought February 2017. I fought March 2017. I took one month off, tried, you know, trained. I was right. really raw. I had always trained, but I was kind of big back then, right. and I was feeling awkward, and I was, uh, you know, so... Again, I just kept putting in the work. Uh, I put my head down. I knew this was hard. It, it's not easy to get punched in the face for a living. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's 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 a tough sport. That's why I feel 
I like to be a gentleman in the sport. I don't like to uh, yeah. trash talk nobody, nothing. Mm -hmm. If they trash talk me, we could get into it. Let's do it. Yeah. But you know what I mean? But I'm not about that. I, I respect every man that steps in that ring, in that circle, in that cage. You know what I mean? It takes a lot yeah. just to step in there. Just the mentality of, of getting ready for this. This anticipation is huge. So, um, you know, and again, like I said, all, all, all this buildup and all this time and just putting it in and, and, yeah. and just dropping everything that had bad for me and, and, and just focusing on the good. I'm four years in right now, brother. And I'm, it's amazing. I'm, I'm the NBA intercontinental cruiserweight champion. Right. I fought on pay-per-view bare knuckle. Um, you know, I'm sitting at tables with, with, with big corporate people. We're talking about some money, you know, Dude. so we're looking at, we're looking at a good future. I'm sitting here with you, brother. It's amazing. You know what I mean? Hey man, I'm sitting here with you, brother. It is amazing, man. It is Thank amazing. You, I feel the same way, man. Thank you. So, Boxing career, obviously, it's going great. 12 and 1, 11 knockouts. You got yes, the sir. power, cruiserweight. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get in that jungle gym with you, bro. Let's, Let's go it, easy man. on me, man. I'm going to put Ashley on you, man. <laughs> Ooh, no, she'll kick my butt, bro. So so now, you know, the boxing career is, is going well. Who? But we always had those idols growing up, right? Who were who some of the guys that, that you looked up to when you were growing up and coming up and you want to, you, you know, you want to be like these guys. Um, man, look, I, I, you know, who doesn't? Especially street kid. Who? What street kid doesn't like Mike Tyson? That's that's number yeah. one. You know what I mean? Yep. That guy's the, that guy's the epitome of a street story from nothing, from yep. rags to riches. You know what I mean? And yep. uh, that guy's amazing, a great idol. And look at him now, still fifty something years old, changed his life around too. Yeah. And so that guy's just all around from from beginning to end. Great story. Uh, my mm -hmm. favorite fighter was always Evander Holyfield. I just like the style. He was so technical and pretty when he fought. I loved the real deal. Uh, the real deal Holyfield. He was the real mm -hmm. deal. Uh, I love Riddick Bow. Tough as tough as nails. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, shout out to Kimbo Slice, man. Just Miami legend. You know, yeah. started this whole this whole thing on the internet with the backyard fights. You know, Mosby Dog. He did great this weekend too. Miami legend too. Yep. You know, and uh, and I've always been a prideful person. I've always liked fighting, man. So you know, uh. I don't fight for pride anymore. You know, that's over with, but, uh, we know we fight for money now, but, but mm -hmm. it, it feels good. It feels good to, to, to just do what you do, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely, man. And then you got, uh, you got involved with bare knuckle. Yes, sir. That was, that was big. That was big. I'm a big bare knuckle fan. Yeah. Uh, you got with BKFC. How did that come about? Who, who reached out to you? Man, I have a great, great friend of mine, Nelson Lopez. He's part of the, you know, he's part of the, the, the crew over there. Great guy, guy, man. Great guy. That's my boy, man. Him and his family awesome. are, are, you know, boxing legends in the, in the business. Mm -hmm. And um, so he put me with Dave Feldman, and uh, and man, we had some talks. I was actually supposed to fight before that, that the one I did in February. Okay. But um, they wanted me to do something in South Florida, so we we mm -hmm. waited till they brought it down to South Florida, and and you know, I bring out the fans, so they love that. Yep. And uh, man, we had a great fight. You know, they gave me a nice opponent. We went, you know, we did what we did, and we got the job done. You know, and and Dave is a great guy, runs a great business. You know, yeah. it's it's amazing what he's doing. And uh, bare knuckles the roots, brother. I went to prison for fighting with my bare hands. You know what I mean? Now, now you're getting paid to do it. <laughs> now I'm getting checks. Now, now Come on, man. what a what a what a listen, turnaround, right? Listen, man, this is a, this is amazing, man. My girlfriend's a WWE superstar. You know what I mean? Oh. I'm, I'm I'm talking I'm talking on show with you. I'm hanging. I you know I'm. Training with your Romero, Hector Lombard. Yeah. Hey, life is great, brother. It's that mentality, man. You you That's channel it. that energy and you put it into the world. It's gonna come back to you, man. I told you, brother. There's no more bad days, but there's no such thing. If I'm having if, if I'm having something in my head, I, I remind myself of what's really going on, and I get over it fast. You know. Damn right, bro. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah, life is good, man. And, and Miami's an interesting Thank you, place. Bill. Hey, Bill, you're you the man. Thank you, brother. 
Bill's a good fan of the of the podcast. Thank you, Bill. And Thank obviously, you, Bill. now a fan of yours, I'm sure. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to shout out to Jared, too. He wrote something earlier. I didn't get to say that, but Jared, you're the man, too. Thank you, brother. Jared, the monster. There he yep. is right there. There he is, Talk Jared. Jared. Thanks for tuning in, man. Uh-oh. Okay, okay. See my you ready boy, for Brian the rematch? Maxwell. Brian Maxwell wants to yeah, fight again. That's my dog, Brian Maxwell, man. Shout out to him, man. That was my opponent over there. Brian, man, we you know we've been going back and forth on this on our own, you know, and yeah. on a little DMs. Uh, Brian's a good dude, man, great fighter. Uh, and listen, again, I'm not fighting for pride. I already mm -hmm. beat him, so if anything, he has to come back and try to beat me. But um, you know, if 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 uh, if it makes sense to Dave Feldman and he wants to catch a good, a good check to watch us fight again, and the yep. fans want to see it, then I'm down with it. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, this this is uh, I'm trying to feed my family. So if yeah. it don't make if, if it makes money, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Brian's yep. a good dude. He he was a he was a gentleman. You know, we've yep. been going back. We we got a little things going back and forth, but we yep. keep it we keep it kosher, man. He's a good dude, and uh, he was a stand up opponent. You know, but if Dave if Dave Feldman says he wants to run it back, let's run mm -hmm. it back, man. I got no problem with that, Brian. I like it, man. I like that a lot, actually. That's a that's a true fighter right there. He'll take yeah. the fight, no matter what. I like oh, no, that. Yeah, of course. Of course. So, so now you're in this. So we got this hot sport, right? This bare knuckle <laughs> fighting championship. It, it you know. Before this whole COVID nineteen shit happened, it was it, it, it's like it's like here, you know what I'm saying? And it's just about to really explode. And now, obviously, things got put on hold because of COVID. Uh, behind the scenes, what has it been like for you with Bare Knuckle and how they, how Dave and the, and the company have been handling this whole situation? Um, you, you know, you know, we've had a couple of meetings, and everybody, uh, you know, I mean, right now there's it's it's kind of out of every everybody's hands, you know what I mean? This is yeah. like, this is above uh, promotions and stuff like that. This is already government, you know, stuff. So, uh, yeah. we're abiding. You know, they got this fight, the fight coming up in Mississippi, in Mississippi, in about uh, yeah. what, uh, in about a week, I think. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Baboon, that's my boy. Love Baboon. Baboon's been back here in the jungle gym to train before. He actually helped me build the ring. The ring, the, the, the ring came and he was here and he helped me build it. Nice. Uh, shout out to yeah, shout out to that warrior man. Um, He's fight. He was supposed to fight Ailers, and you heard what happened with Ailers. Camp, no, right? what happened with Ailers? I didn't, I didn't hear. I, I just saw they switched the opponent. What was that happened? Jim Ailers' coach got uh, COVID nineteen positive. So who? Jim... Kevin Gleason. I think it was Kevin Gleason oh, man, that got yeah. I, I got to give him a call. I didn't know that. Kevin's so those are great people. Jim's awesome too. You know what I mean? Jim Ailers is a great guy, man. Uh, stand up, stand up guy. Stand up. Uh, so he decided that to just play it safe so nobody gets sick. He uh, he bailed out. Um, and uh, Valley Flag is in Isaac Valley Flag is yeah. So I saw, I saw Valley Flag, you know, fight before. You know, what I mean, yeah. I respect him, but I, you know, I gotta, I gotta go with my boy Baboon. He's an animal. He's he's coming out with that, hundred percent. He, he when he fought uh, Elvin Brito at the pay per view that you fought Maxwell at, he did that spinning punch, bro. Was <laughs> that was like, nasty. Yeah, yeah, that's the highlight. That's the highlight, man. Yeah, that was he so came cool. Out on, uh, he came out like on a poster doing that. It was amazing. That was dope, and they they put that on slow motion. It was in one of the the uh, post videos, yeah, which you were in as well, which was yeah, pretty yeah. badass, man. Yo, you came out with the mask on, the ski mask, man. You could go on team-monster.com, get you a ski mask too with my M on it. That's 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 the thing. That's a Miami thing, ski mask. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yo, let me tell you something. That was badass when you came out like that. Like your your entrance and. Um, that new wins entrance. Oh yeah, that, that was right before me. He did that uh yeah. that Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's an animal too, man. He's a beast, man. Shout out to that. Yeah, he's fighting. Uh, I uh, think Johnny Bedford next for the yeah. for the uh, one. Another I think one thirty five. Another tough bad mofo. Yeah, yeah. big right. time, man. Yeah. So so like um, who 
who were some of the people that you'd like to get into a bare knuckle fight with? Man, and even, was, honestly, the the wherever the biggest paycheck comes from, you know, brother. I don't. Yeah, I'll, I'll fight yeah, anybody, yeah. man. I'll fight any. Look at hey, Elvin Brito, brother. Oh, yeah. Elvin's in the chat. What's I up? See, uh, okay, all I the way him. from Puerto Rico, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Puñeta. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, man. I, I really, I don't have. I don't. I train for. I train for the best, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I. I, uh, I got the best coach. Uh, we train every day. We're putting in work. I'm ready mm -hmm. for anybody. You know, if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. That's uh, true. And um, so we're ready, brother. Whatever, whoever they throw my way is cool with me. You know what I mean? That's what's they, up. they have a, a bunch of huge names and and uh and BKFC. Excuse Yo, me. So, you know, would you think uh Shannon Briggs getting signed? He's a Miami guy too. That, that's my guy. I love Shannon, man. I love Shannon. I, I was actually I was I was uh Logan Paul's sparring partner when Shannon was coaching him for his last uh. For that last fight, I was in California with Shannon. That's my boy, man. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a I did a show with Shannon a few weeks ago. We were on uh, Doctor Bo Hightower's uh, chiropractic. Oh show. yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Let's yeah. go, champ. Let's go, Let's champ. Go, champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon's crazy, yeah. man. Hey, but let me tell you, you seen that man's hands? <laughs> His knuckles are crazy, bro. Like, yeah. there's a picture with me and Shannon, and I got. My small ass fist, you know, in the air, <laughs> and then he's got this lunchbox, bro. This yeah, lunch, yeah. The yeah, lunchbox yeah. was like that, bro. Yeah, I'm like, got, like a cement cement mixer. <laughs> but he, let me tell you, Shannon Briggs, man. You know, he he's he's wild on camera and everything, but Shannon Briggs is a smart, intelligent businessman. Oh, like oh, no, people, absolutely. people may not realize that, but he is, man. Very intelligent guy. Absolutely. He absolutely is. And, he's, and a great guy. He's a great guy to be around, yeah. too, man. Yeah. And great in the business. You understand, you know, he's he's a he's a character. He understands the business here. You got you gotta you gotta put out a show, you know. You really do, man. And uh I did that you another Miami guy, Tiago Alves, got signed with Baranoff. Oh, I seen that too. I seen that too. Tiago's a old legend too from UFC, man. But a lot of big names. Yeah. A lot of the, big names. A lot of South Florida guys, man. I, I would lo love to see like just a crazy pay-per-view down here in Miami, man, with just like you, Hector, Shannon, Tiago. It's a big a lot of money to spend, but I think it would be worth it, man. I think you guys don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if it doesn't happen before the end of the year. You know what I mean? I hope so, man. Yeah. I really I, I do. think it will. I think it will. I think it definitely will. I think the second wave of COVID will slow down. Yeah. And we're gonna see Dave Feldman come put come put on something real big down here, you know. You know. You brought up a little a little earlier. Uh, you know, you you've been to a couple of meetings uh, for Bare Knuckle. One stands out the most. Seemed like you had a meeting on a boat with Dave Feldman and Pitbull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was that was nothing but uh, but a little hangout. We had a little lunch. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And uh, you know, to those those two guys are powerhouses. To see what comes, you know, you never know what comes out of that. You know. That's true, man. Now, did you uh, did you like grow up with Pitbull? Because you know he's three hundred five, also. Yeah, Pitbull's my brother. Mm -hmm. Grew up with him, man. Like, we, we've been, you know, I've been. I used to live with him when we were kids. You know, met met at eleven years old. Lived together a couple times. Matter of fact, when I was uh, an amateur boxer, I used to live with him. He used to take me to the gym, and he was, and he'd no take kidding. us to the studio. You know, wow. uh, yeah, we've been around each other our whole lives, man. And and he's another big blessing in my life, man. Great to have a. a, a, a he's not even a friend. He's more like a brother to me. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Great to he's, have a, he's a gentleman, man. I met I met him. I actually did a TV show with him about maybe ten years ago. Right when he was he was Mister Three Hundred Five, but yeah, he wasn't Mister Worldwide. Yeah, yeah, he was like he was close. He was close. Yeah. 
But he's no, hey, that guy's a hard worker. It pitted me a hard work right there, brother. You know what I mean? Bro, he he uh, had the show called La Esquina, and they used to film oh, yeah. it. They filmed it down in Kendall at the uh, Telemundo Studios. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, th- I met him. When I walked in, they put me in the green room because I, I had a part on the show. And I, as soon as I walked in the green room, Pitbull's there with all his boys. Gets up, comes up to me, shakes my hand, introduces himself. He's like, yo, if you want anything in here, it's yours. We got clothes for the set. You could take some clothes home if you want. Pick out what you want. Have a drink. Like, I was like, wow, what a nice dude, man. No, no, he's a gentleman, man. He still is. He's yeah. exactly like you saw him 10 years ago. He's exactly that today. He's a gentleman, great guy. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, not just because he's my brother, but he's a genius. You know what I mean? That, that yeah. goes without saying. He's a guy's a genius, you know? And it's, it's great to have him be around them, be able to be around them and, and, and hear mm-hmm. him speak and, and be be part of these little, you know, sit-downs. It's, it's amazing. really is, man. Now, for your career, you know, obviously 39, you know, and like you said, you know, in sports world, it's considered, you know, older. Right. But the mentality, of course, we talked about, it doesn't really matter. And uh, we've all seen Rocky Balboa, right? We know. Right. Just keep on punching, baby. That's but it. <laughs> for you, you know, you, 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 you became pro 35, you know, you you had your 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 stint in prison. You know, and this is a fresh start again, and you're just you're really doing a lot of great things with this opportunity. Are we looking at more professional boxing fights? I know you said you wanted to be world champion one day, and if so, what's uh, what's going on with that? Um, you know what? We again, we've been in some sit downs. I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to say no names yet because yeah. nothing's been written down, and I don't mm-hmm. want to be. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but 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 yes, I'm definitely fighting. Uh, I know I'm definitely fighting in boxing again. That's for sure. My, I'm the, I'm the national boxing association, intercontinental cruiserweight champ. Mm-hmm. They want me to fight my next fight. I'm supposed to be fighting for the world title. It's vacant. Okay. Uh, so that, that's a blessing in itself, man. You know, yeah. we, I've been talking to them and, uh, and we're just waiting on a show, man. Something that's gonna, it's, that's gonna make sense for everybody. You know what I mean? Cause nice. you know, um, it, it's, that's all it is. We're, once this yeah. COVID wave is over with, we find a good venue, somebody, somebody throwing uh, some, you know, a, a good promotion. Yeah. We're going to jump on board. We're going to be ready. You guys are going to be one of the first to know. You know what I mean? I'm going to be sitting here with you t- talking about it again. Hey, baby, we're going to break that news, man, on MMA Uncensored, bro. Mm-hmm. What about MMA fights? I know you got your 1-0 in MMA. Uh, any Anything on the horizon with that? You know what? I had a conversation with Lex McMahon the other day too. This is less than a week ago. Okay. Uh, that that's that's a big possibility too. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going. We're trying to go down to history, uh, Joe. You know what hey. I mean? MMA, boxing, bare knuckle. I did jujitsu this year. Um, I just all combat sports. I, like you said, I'm 39. I don't feel mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. Again, not to sound cliche, I work my ass off every day. I yeah. feel better than I ever have been in my life. I've and throughout my life, I've always worked out. I've always eaten healthy. Mm-hmm. I take care mm-hmm. of myself, you know. Right. So uh, at this stage, even more, and I'm super active, and yeah. I got so much going on, and and again, more than more than physically, just mentally, I'm there, and it, and it, it and it allows me to push forward, man. There's a lot, you know. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. A lot of good things coming. Yeah, I like that, man. And uh, you, you and Ashley have been doing fantastic. I, I follow you guys on social media, and I love it, man, because you guys are a really good team, you know. And she's got the WWE thing going. You got your career going, uh, and, and you're doing a lot of work in the community, man. What what started all, all of that great work that you guys have been doing together? Well, okay, so to be honest with you, what started all that, what, what we've mm-hmm. done it, I've, we've done it throughout the years. I've always yeah. done it throughout the years. But I have three great friends of mine that I grew up with. Shout mm-hmm. out to Hugo, David, and Alex. Shout out to Shout them, out. man. These guys are 
you know, just just under the radar dudes. They yep. don't do it for for no Instagram, for mm -hmm. nothing. They come out of their own pocket. They buy mm -hmm. hundreds of plates and they go around in their truck and feed them. And um, wow. so I, I I told Hugo I wanted to join him as my childhood friend. Yeah. I joined it and I joined it and 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 I put it on my Instagram. Yeah. Just so we could get because you know how since I have a little bit of influence, at least in Miami, we mm -hmm. get more people to jump on board. We've gotten more plates, we've gotten uh, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people to come along and help us do this, and it's just really spread and it's real, it's been real organic. Nobody's yeah. here for no to, to get famous off feeding people, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really to spread the word and mm -hmm. uh and if you want to join, you know what I mean? I, I we put the post up, uh, meet us on the street. And let's and let's and let's spread the good, man. Spread the good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Spread the good. I love that, man. I love that. You know, just giving back to people that that really need it, man. You know, that's uh that's something that I want to do. You know, with the platform that I have with MMA Uncensored, giving back to people, and I'll be happy to help out any way that I can uh, to help your cause out. Um, any any way I can with my platform, I, I'd love to do that for you guys. In the next couple of weeks, once I get it, because we do it every three to four weeks around, around there. Okay. So when, once I start getting planning it again, I'll, I'll give you a call. And yeah. at least, uh, yeah. you know, we'll get on here and talk about it for 15 minutes and just let them know. Yeah. You know what? Big shout out. The last feed, all the food came from Chef Creole here in Miami. Chef oh. Creole is a staple in Little Haiti. It's mm -hmm. uh, Haitian Creole food. It's seafood. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Shout out to them. They, they provided us with like over 100 plates. Wow. Um, yeah, shout out to my boy Leo Brooks. He's a he's a Miami guy. He's a country singer. You're about to see him pop soon. Nice. Um, he he came out and helped us feed. He provided some food to uh, mm -hmm. also. And man, listen like, again, just pay it forward. Uh, yeah. We're not we're not here to do this to get famous or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I'm fighting is my thing, but off of fighting, I'm able to do this and uh, and shine a little light on it. And hopefully, I bring more people out. You know, so that's it. That's great, man. And then. Uh... Where do you see yourself, you know, in your, you know, in your career? Do you see yourself after professional boxing transitioning over into the world of wrestling? Um, you know what? You you never know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, if, if they come to me from WWE, I'll be I'll be the first one to tell you. I'm gonna jump in it head first. You know what I mean? That's nice. Amazing. That's a dream come true. Um. But as of right now, I'm just focusing on what's in front of me. That's bare knuckle. Yeah. That's boxing. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. and and that boxing, bare knuckle, and, and MMA, and, and just you know me coming up as the monster has gotten me to this platform now, where I'm able to talk to you guys, where yeah. doors are opening for me with Dave Feldman <laughs> and, and other people. So uh, you know, I I never lose sight of where I came from. Yeah. That's what keeps me. That's what keeps me on point. So uh, you know, and and I never take anything for granted. Uh, I feel yeah. uh, you know I I appreciate every opportunity. And uh, that's what's opening the door for me, man. Just, you know, say I, I, I'm, not, I'm not too good for anybody. I'm not too, not too smart for anybody. And I, I, I can speak to the janitor. And I can speak to the CEO the same exact way with the same respect. So, uh, you know, we keep it moving forward, brother. We'll see what happens, you know. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, before I let you go, anything you want to get out, shout outs to sponsors, anything like that. Uh, man, shout out to my management team, Game Time Management. Uh, shout out to, um, you know, uh, Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out oh, to, my to Ashley, my, my family watching. Nope. You know what I mean? My kids, my mom. Shout out to everybody out there watching. Um, I appreciate you guys, man. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for you guys, if it wasn't for you having me uncensored, if it wasn't for, you know, a, a lot of these guys out here helping me out, helping me keep my name, especially mm -hmm. during this quarantine, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I, I wouldn't be around here talking. So I really, truly appreciate you guys. Um, a shout out to Trifecta Systems for the food that they're giving me. 
It's amazing. Uh, shout out to my coach, Commander Zero, the jungle gym out here. And Joe, I hope to see you all here but, soon, brother. Bro, I'm, I'm about to get my, my safari suit on for that jungle, baby. I'm Come ready. On. Come on, I'm ready, brother. man. Let's I got my it. gloves. I got my wraps, bro. Let's yeah, just, hey, just listen. The most, the most, you know, I got I got wraps for you. I got gloves for you. Bring a mouthpiece. I don't have a mouthpiece for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. So the, the whole – I can't be sharing mouthpieces during COVID-19, yeah, yeah, bro. exactly. <laughs> hey, thank you, brother. I love you guys, man. Love you too, brother. Thank, thank you. you brother. God bless you, man. Yes, and uh, we'll you see too. you soon. Yes, sir, for sure. Later, brother. Later. And that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. MMA Uncensored Live number 16. Come on. Yuli Diaz, the monster? How great of a guy is this guy, man? Tough as nails. He looks tough as nails, and he's a great guy, man. You got to love Yuli. Check him out. And do, do me a favor, guys, because, come on, these are such really cool people that we had on tonight. You can follow Ashley, a.k.a. Dana Brooke. There's her IG right there. And my man, Yuli, at Yuli underscore monster on IG. Check him out. Love these people. Great people. Uh, again, guys, thank you so much. Shout out again to our sponsors, Hemp Boca. For all your CBD needs, www.hempboca.com. You got to check out their post-workout massage oil. It is really good. It smells good, too. You could even use it during sex. It's really good. Check it out. And also, veteranfarms.com for all your quality cannabis needs. Check them out, veteranfarms.com. We got a very big surprise coming up next week. Not saying a word. Got to wait. Uh, but, guys, thank you again so much for tuning in uh, for this week's episode of MMA Uncensored Live, number 16. Uh, the replay will be up tomorrow on YouTube. The audio version will also be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else, all the, all the main uh, podcast platforms. So you'll be able to uh, listen to the audio version, whether you're on your way to work or, uh, you know, waiting on that check cashing line. Either way, it's going to be available for you to uh, watch or listen to. Guys, thank you again from the bottom of my heart. MMA Uncensored thanks you. Chris thanks you. I thank you. Thank you again to Ashley and Yuli. And uh, have a great night, guys. Take care.